What is the name of this podcast? It's a good question. <laughs> well, young Ryan. Well, I, I, okay, so the first part is, what is the point of this podcast? Well, okay, now you're just opening this up. <laughs> you don't, this is a chest you're not ready to open. I, I think, so maybe we should start with what it's about and then do the title. Right, so. But we need to publish it with the title eventually. Right. Right, but we don't need we, to, We like, will come, we will come, now. well, no, we will come to this conclusion at the end of this episode. I guess, but, like, some really important artists sometimes will just have, like, title track one, you know? Like, are we, are we important enough to just say, like, podcast? I do not believe so in the realm of podcasts. So okay, what is, but... what is the point of this podcast? What is it that we're trying to convey to people? Well. Why are our discussions, conversations, and debates worthwhile to listen to because we are not like most girls i think if i repeat what i was saying earlier today of why we should start a podcast it feels it doesn't feel right saying it now (laughs) that there's a microphone next to me (laughs) like this microphone's just really staring at me okay so what is it that you want to say now that is original wait why does it need to be this structured like why can't we just have an organic conversation that is inspiring and like entertaining enough for people to listen to we don't need directing Mm, questions i like this i like this yes yeah this isn't an interview we're just like three 20 something hip smart people fuck the microphone fuck you and your structure really (laughs) it's all electrons it's really just imposing like having this thing here is just imposing this barrier on us that's really just limiting us it's collapsing the wave function of our creativity for podcast conversation. That's like, yeah, I, mm, people who like do podcasts, so then that's my question. Like, people who have functional podcasts that are popular in which, like, it's riding on banter. How, I think it's scripted. Is it truly, yeah, can it be truly organic? I'm sure there are plenty of podcasts that are truly organic. Is, do you think it's just because they've is had Joe more experience? Logan? My understanding is that a lot of podcasts have, you know, quick show notes to help facilitate and direct their conversations. But it's not the most organic, but it's it's somewhat planned out. So it's like reality out. TV. <laughs> sure. Yeah, because it's like, I, I wonder if it's like a practice thing. Just because I'm, maybe it's just because I'm staring at it. And I can't Maybe look you away should stop it. staring at it. <laughs> look at Lumen instead. I need to look somewhere else. But it's just like, yeah, I wonder if they eventually just for, forget or make, I don't know. That they just forget that they're being recorded. I'm sure a part of it becomes so organic because of repetition that yeah. it just becomes so not novel. It becomes, becomes so commonplace. So if anything, I feel like the fact that we're recording ourselves is just, it's stifling our, it's stifling our creativity in a way. So we should look up in the state of Illinois. <laughs> 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 it's to mic people without their consent. But... You are consenting. But also... I'm consenting to being recorded without my explicit consent. That... So she's entering every situation not knowing if there is a microphone, so she'll speak as if there isn't one. Yeah. But then low-key there is because the light's not on for her to get distracted by. ADHD, it'll do that. Yeah. Disabled. So really, so really, this is centering around the fact that you have ADHD. I have mild scoliosis. 
I think the, the theme of this podcast is that we're all disabled. <laughs> Except for Ryan. Because he was raised by, like, functional good parents. So what does it mean to be disabled? It's really when you get into it. The point, so the point that we keep, the reason why I keep calling us disabled is because the definition of what it means to have some sort of, to be atypical, neuro, to not be neuroatypical. Yeah, but also just, like, physically disabled, To be physically or neurologically atypical. It's such a, it seems like almost everybody is. Like, there's there's something that, like, what does it mean, when we say typical, what does that mean? Healthy white male. That seems like a singularity, though. But that's why, like, seatbelts at first didn't work for anyone that wasn't an average middle-aged white guy. How did they deal with boobs and seatbelts? That's unt- well, they, yeah, they didn't. They didn't, and that's why more women died in car crashes. We, their breasts were murdering them. Yeah. Well, it. I think it's more along the fact like that the, the seatbelts didn't work as intended. Because they're shorter. So, if I may, could. What is, if we're having this discussion about disabled, can we, can we either simplify it or broaden it to functional versus dysfunctional? Okay, so here, everything that's wrong with the world is because of white men. If I may. (laughs) We're having two different conversations here. Yes, and also that might be, that may or may not be a large Part of our audience, depending <laughs> on if we get any listeners whatsoever. Our audience at this point is this fucking bear. Wait, this isn't like live streaming, right? No, this is just recording. Wait, and can then we, we be publish anonymous? it. We, we could. We could. Names. We could, except for you said my name in like the first minute. Oh, nobody's listening. <laughs> Wait, you can edit this shit, right? Yeah, just edit. Wait, just uh, do the bleep or yeah. like cut the bleep. It out. Yeah, like censor it. <laughs> What should our names be? What should our aliases be? Well, what's our podcast name going to be? Okay, listen. Why does there have to be an order of operations No, no, no. I thought it was my uncle works at Nintendo. That's for the discussions that we will be having with Cody later on. Hey, hey, you mean, you Uh, mean unidentified person number one. Number one. Wait, no, we should be called, oh, I forgot already. We're not like most girls. But we are. So, Bella. Swan. Interesting. We are Bella Swan. I the Twilight fan fiction thing has a uh, has some validity in there, but I feel like that would just be heavily heavily uh, biased towards myself, and <laughs> that I love Twilight. Okay, let's go off from that. Tell us about your love for Twilight. You know what this made me think of? I What's think your my... favorite book? Favorite movie? I like New Moon kind of because she just really leans into her depression, and I kind of respect that. But I think. You know what th- this made me think of? is like, I was thinking of why do I like it? And it's, I think what binds us all together here is that we care a lot about things that don't matter. <laughs> and I think we're really willing, we're willing to die on so many hills. So maybe like a hill to die on. Oh, Where's, I that's a good like name. that. I think the name should be a we hill love, to die on. we love dying on hills that don't matter. That is very true. And I like to bring it back to conversations that we were having uh, pre-recording, like the whole like cookie crisp, is it a good cereal or not? That is a hill to die on, a random arbitrary you, you hill to structure? die on. You want structure? Okay, podcast starts. Boom. We say hello. We exchange our pleasantries, and then, and then someone just says, a "What statement. pleasantries?" Then, Shut up. <laughs> we, I don't know. Like 
we just talk. Like, how was your week? Whatever bullshit go- is going through your head. And then Ryan, sorry, what's your name? <laughs> Chad. Raphael. <laughs> Raphael. Okay. We'll, we'll workshop that later. <laughs> Raphael goes, all right, I feel like you'll, like, you'll brew it, right? I feel like oftentimes you'll, you'll have it, like, brewing in the background. You'll, you'll start. A topic? Yeah. Just, like, what you're going to say, yeah. Or, I don't know, I feel like a lot of these arguments are I'll say something, like, purposefully hyperbolic and ridiculous, and you'll just get triggered by it. Okay, and then we'll, we'll, we'll debate based yeah. on that initial... I think initial. Rachel and I should workshop just, like, a very extreme opinion. Like, one of us will just bring a really, a real hot, a real steaming hot take to the table. Hot take? Yes. Men should get, <laughs> men should get a vasectomy the minute... They they're start born. masturbating. Oh, I was thinking they're born, like, right That off is a very hot take. What Would about you... when they're born? Like, circumcision. They're already in there anyway. Just scrape a little more because off. Because why do women... Like, why do we need to take birth control? Why can't... Because men can just get, like, a little zippy tie. From a full selfish standpoint, I 1,000% agree with you. I, the one thing with birth control is I don't want a period. And with an IUD, I don't have a period. And I can use a period as a weapon. And I love it. I feel like electing half of the population when each of them becomes of age to undergo a mandatory operation okay, of operation. the penis. Chill out. Have it's you, a vasectomy. It's like a pap smear at most. Okay. okay have you gotten an IUD inserted and or removed? I can't say that I have. Exactly. Why ask? You know the answer to the question. <laughs> no, but I like, also haven't gotten a vasectomy. But, but like, when you get a vasectomy and for of the podcast. Wait. I will record, never do that. Wait, are you allowed to go to the doctor and like be recording on your phone the whole? Because in movies they do that all the it time. It depends on the state for like consent laws or not. We need a lawyer. Um, and I a can doctor. ask my sister. We need a lawyer and a doctor. <laughs> We are doctors. So the not cost, the right kind of doctors. We're not medical doctors. For the record, at this point, I've decided that this podcast will not be sponsored. And will never be sponsored. Also, just just quick note, <laughs> no one will ever sponsor us. Even if we get a decent following hey, and sex, listeners. Like, real sex podcasts get sponsored. Are we that? <laughs> but, like, we're sexy. Are you, well, are you saying that we're not getting sponsored because we're vulgar? Because that's I can. No, like, no, I was not. I was not going that route because it's not good content. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's some sh- shit like companies following. Maybe type. true. Yeah, we're like well, a okay. So we're like Rocky Horror. The key, the key component about this is getting the word out. We're the if Rocky we... Horror podcast. <laughs> oh, oh my god! I don't want to do that. I am for. I philosophically am against marketing. I, I thought that was, I thought that was pretty clear when you said we will not accept ads, <laughs> like we will not get sponsors whatsoever. I also don't really want to advertise this. I kind of want like someone to stumble across it, you know, and then to have a like a, like a hidden gem. Yeah, you know how they but talk. The, you know how they talk through like the tin cans. But like hidden gems never stay hidden, you know. It, it has to come out somehow. Yeah, I think it should be like someone. And like, if we are a hill to die on podcast. TM. I actually really like that name. Yeah. <laughs> that must be the, the best thing that's ever come out of my mouth. <laughs> we're like we're like eleven minutes in and we already have our name. That was the whole point of this episode. Wait, that's only eleven minutes? Yes. Oh, we are eleven minutes in. So what if we were, we have our own sponsors? That's us. We could sponsor whatever we want. Wait, you want us to sponsor We ourselves? can fill time just sponsoring. It doesn't have to be you. We can just sponsor anything. Like what? But we don't have to get paid for it. Just something you're passionate about. 
a hill to die on. Trader Joe's. Isn't that the whole point so of that? No, but I feel like a lot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly what Rachel's saying. So a lot of this will be like us argue, like a hill to die on in a negative sense. But there could be a hill to die on that there is no like debate in it, and that we all love Trader Joe's Takis. That could be your sponsor. As in, like, we are sponsoring that anyone finding us. So, they so, don't sponsor us, we sponsor them, but don't give them any money. Right, right. So the, the whole point of that is either we'd have episodes where we have very passionate, heated debates about whether we think one opinion is correct or not, or if we happen to all agree on said thing, then we would shill out for this one random thing, like Trader Joe's Takis. But yeah. never get any benefit other than us expressing our, like, Pure unconditional yeah. love, but if for we and no Zappies. argument, there should be no debating when we sponsor something. But the benefit is to Trader Joe's because they would get our support. That's they not nothing. They already get it though. We already buy. Yeah, but now all of our listeners. Yeah, <laughs> and then eventually <laughs> TJ's never will find us and give us unlimited lifetime supply all of, of TJ Stockies. All of our listeners who have never heard of Trader Joe's up until this moment, <laughs> <laughs> all zero of them. Side note, uh, if we do become decently famous with a somewhat okay <laughs> fan base, uh, Trader Joe's, we will absolutely accept your money and shill out for you and your talkies. I swear to God, if they have like a Subway Jared situation, I'm going to really have to do some introspection. No, no, no. But if TJ's, if you are listening also... J- Joe, <laughs> if you're listening... <laughs> he died. Like, this year. Or no, last yeah. year. There's an actual trader, Joe. I, I, I don't no, remember his name. It's like the his founder. His name isn't Joe? No, I don't remember. I don't remember. the German brothers who made Aldi. Wait, I thought they just bought Trader Joe's. They started Trader Joe's? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. It started in My California. I know lie. that, right? It is California. Was his name Joe? Ryan's looking at it right now. If it's not Joe, I'm gonna... It's Joe. Gonna, his name okay. was Joe. I was going to say. His last I was, name he, he, was died, gonna... he died this year. This was at the beginning of 2020. His name was Joe Coulomb. He died. Coulomb, like the unit? Uh, close. Close in spelling. Wait, I love that. Uh, yeah, he died at the age of 89 this year. I worry that like Before the pandemic. Is that better? Okay, if you're going to die... I have a question. If you're going to die this year, is it better to... Is it better to die before the pandemic? I guess so. It depends on how you're going out, right? Everything depends on how you're going out. There are some real shitty ways in which to die. But does it matter? Because at the end, you're dead. It depends. Well, okay. My opinion. My my opinion is that it doesn't really matter because you end up dying. Rachel thinks it really matters because a poor, excruciating death to her is so much intense suffering, even if the subject ends up dead but, in the end. So suffering, the term suffering, that's just like chemicals being released in your brain. That make you feel pain and like agony. Yeah. But like, why is that good or bad? I just think it's like, it's bad in the sense that it's a shame that like your last moment of existing is torturous. Rather. I guess, I guess it's a shame. Like, I guess... Yeah, I'm sure yeah. your family members will be like, "Oh, that's a bummer." But no, I don't but think just it's for you as an individual, and then it ends. But so you're no longer matter. an individual. Like it all is wiped. It's wiped clean. Yeah, because you die. So it's like it's like you're like making a design on a dry like a dry erase board, right? And you erase it at the end, whereas the act of erasing is like you dying. It doesn't matter how good the drawing was or how shitty the drawing was. It's all gone in the end. Yeah, but for the person that is about to like not exist anymore you know it'd be cool if you weren't tortured 
to death. Yeah, there was, like, an episode of Scrubs that I really liked where they were, this one guy was dying, and he was, like, had, was dealing with the issue, and he knew, he was, like, aware enough and, and not in pain, so he was, like, able to, like, consciously know he was dying and, like, focus on that thought, and he was, at the end, one of the doctors told him, like, I guess all you can do is hope that your last thought is a nice one. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. That was a good episode. That was a good episode. But I was like, does it? I mean... I mean, again, that goes back to just the idea of when you're dying, it's all about self-awareness and trying to alleviate the fear of dying for yourself. Right? I don't know. I'm pretty chill it's about all, dying. It's all just how much DMT gets released for me. As long as as long as enough DMT is just as long as, through my veins. As long as you get a good trip out of it, you're fine. As long, for the walls. Oh my god. Yeah. Imagine how wonderful it would be to die because you're like extremely happy after taking acid. Imagine having ego death and actual death at the same <laughs> time. That sounds like such a fucking great way to end things. That but sounds then it's like, like a then you bad have all trip. these revelations and you can't tell anyone about oh, it. Oh, that's also true. Like you're lying in bed one night and you're just like, I finally realized that feet should be hands, and then you just <laughs> die. I would love for that just to be the fundamental truth. Unless you have a near-death experience, you get that trip, yeah, but then, but then it, you don't die, and then you say, like, oh, I saw a light, and I think yeah. it was heaven and God, and then that's, yeah, that's and how then religion comes to Yeah, and then you turn into, like, a fucking sucks. evangelical Christian. Yeah, what's, I was, that's exactly, okay, that's exactly what I was going to say. What sucks is that all the people of near-death experiences suck. And because maybe they, they become NDEs, Christian. Yeah, they NDEs. just, like, suck. I don't know, I think it just happens to happen to people who just are lame as fuck. And I just... We could test it. Yeah, I think... Do you want me to choke you? And then... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean... I I also just don't think I psychologically can handle a near-death experience. Okay. I'm very fragile. So, just for the record, so far, we've suggested (laughs) myself getting a vasectomy (laughs) and almost killing uh, woman number one here. Yes. (laughs) Oh, what should my name be? (laughs) I kind of like woman number one. <laughs> woman. It's just so misogynistic, like Raphael, and then lady number one, woman number okay, one. Okay, she called me like person number one. I call Cody person number All one. All right, Cody. You, you call I him mean, individual. Pers- I mean person number you, one. You, I said, person you number said individual number one. You're going to have to bleep that again. Um, just I'm not bleeping any of this. I'm leaving it all in. You could use like a DJ air horn sound. I do think we should utilize sound effects. And Are I we going to have a soundboard so, on here? Yeah, here's the problem. I think I like a soundboard like live in situ. Um, but in terms of like adding things after... I don't want because I want to have a lot of say in what sounds are put where, but I refuse to listen to the sound. <laughs> so that poses a slight issue. It really says a lot when you will not listen to the podcast and we're I expecting refuse, other people to I listen to, to this. I refuse to listen to this podcast. <laughs> and I, I do, I want to say, whoever's listening out there, I'm, I think it's one person I'm going to say, um, thank you. But, like, seek help. <laughs> I get, whoa, whoa. Okay. That's aggressive. That's not a bad thing. Everyone should seek help. Boy would totally listen to this. You have to direct him onto this. Oh, no. Oh, no. Let him know what's going on. Yeah. That's, like, one of those things. It's like, do you shit where you eat? Everybody does. Every. Everybody shit where they've eat. mm-hmm. eaten. Eaten. <laughs> Eat, 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 eat. Yes. <laughs> I don't. I keep trying. I'm not landing on the right. I one. shit why every day. Yeah, you do. I guess Everybody does. It's like to, 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 house. to certain degrees. Like <laughs> there, there, 
there are people who try to distance that as much as possible. No, no. You eat where you shit. You don't shit where you eat. <laughs> nah, you do both. You do both. It goes no, both ways. No, you don't. Have you shit? <laughs> have you shit in your kitchen? Well, look at me right now. I'm telling you, you shit in your kitchen. <laughs> Literally, I have not. No. What do you mean? Okay. Metaphorically. Metaphorically. Okay, I'm pretty sure if you've ever dropped drugs in the kitchen, you spiritually shit where you eat if it's in the kitchen. What's the shitting and what's the eating? (laughs) The eating is physically eating, but the shitting is the spiritual shitting, in which case you have either maybe a giant epiphany while on drugs in the kitchen or uh, an incredible trip that isn't classified necessarily as an epiphany, but still going to places. So you're saying drugs are like spiritual laxatives? Yes. Ooh, yes, I am saying that. I like that. <laughs> Ooh. So, okay, so for example, uh, what would you classify as your most recent, um, like, decent spiritual laxative? Like, not not kind of just going through the like set. three hours ago? <laughs> okay. Tell, describe that. Um just the feeling well are we allowed to so that's the thing we need a lawyer are we allowed to talk about things no yeah i don't think we can we'll get arrested well i mean there are legal drugs there okay so alcohol is one of them if you're over the age of 21 we took a drug that may or may not be legal i'm not a lawyer i don't know it was fine I guess describe the spiritual epiphany. I don't know. I, I did, kind of, well, did you have a spiritual epiphany? See, that's the thing. Growing did up, did you spiritually shit yourself? I think maybe a little dribble. I feel like I shit myself spiritually every day. No, because I feel like I feel like when I'm intoxicated, it's like it's a lot more like mindfulness of that, or I don't know if mindfulness. I don't really know what that means, but it's it's more like you're like self aware of your actual thoughts. It's like. I feel like when you're intoxicated, you just, even, like, something simple, like, going to the bathroom, like, peeing, you, like, put more thought into it, and you're more, like, aware and in the moment. What? Okay, let's, can I, can I, can I probe that a little bit further? What do you mean by being more aware of yourself peeing? Hmm. The bathroom is a portal. That's the bathroom, though. She was talking about peeing. She was talking about her being in her body and experiencing a pee. Yeah. It's it's really weird. When you're intoxicated, it's like everything is so, I guess on certain substances, everything is so heightened, but you don't even feel like, phys- like your physical sense of self is, I feel like, the thing that's heightened the least. So, like, when I'm peeing, I barely feel the fact that urine is leaving my body. Whereas, so then what are you feeling? Because hmm. you were saying it's it was such, it's such a, like, different experience. It's kind of like the feeling of, like, floating in a pool. I guess, or it's like, I don't know, it, it's unfortunate, I feel like when I was a kid, I thought that these feelings would be way more, like, deep and complex, and they really, like, haven't been, and and maybe it's, like, it almost feels, like, weird to maybe make these more deep than they are, but it just kind of feels nice. I don't know, woman number two, what do you think? Also, why am I number one? <laughs> you, you, you spoke first in the podcast. I spoke first. <laughs> Therefore, you were woman number one. I deserve number one. (laughs) I just feel floaty and happy. Peeing is nice. Because, like, it always feels like a release, literally. But also, like... You kind of feel safe. Yeah, like, the bat. This bathroom is a safe space. But, like, when you pee, you just sort of feel that entire body, like, relaxing. And, like, you're just letting go of tension. 
Yeah. And, and when you're, like, intoxicated, it just sort of, like, manifests in your mood, too, so you just feel, like, lighter and happier. She's, like, sometimes when you're sober and, like, if you're really stressed, you're just, like, holding so much tension, like, whether it be in your back, like, social tension, like, just physical tension of just doing things you don't want to do that, like, I think one of the pure joys is just being fucked up and peeing. Yeah. It's so, the okay. opposite. It's the antithesis of all. It's the Krampus of daily life. <laughs> so, okay. I, I think I understood what you're saying there. If I may articulate it in a way that makes sense, that makes more sense to me. It sounds like you're saying that there are certain physical actions that you can take that um, help manifest whatever it is that you're feeling emotionally um, that can help perpetuate whatever it is that you are hoping to get across. So like, for example, yeah. if you're stressed or if you've had a, a rough week at work or anything like that, being intoxicated or being inebriated and taking a long, a satisfying piss <laughs> while inebriated, yeah. it helps just release, obviously physically because your bladder's full, but yeah. it also helps push that forward emotionally to help, you know, for lack of a better word, heal yourself, right? That's so true. Dude, sometimes I feel like I have to confront things when I'm not sober in a way that, like, yeah, it's like you're overcoming the activation barrier to, like, like having the physical experiences of being not sober help connect you with, like, the emotional things that... Right. Yeah. That's it. It's that's, There are certain physical actions that you can take while inebriated yeah. that obviously feel great because you're inebriated, yeah. but they help propagate this kind of um this action that is not so easily done through physical activities when you're sober that's like what i was telling you the other day how like for the first couple of times i would feel like really constricted in my chest and like really tense oh, yeah. and then i like realized that that was because i carried a lot of tension in my body because i'm so anxious all the time so then when I'm sober now, I, like, generally feel more muscle relaxed. And, it, like, it hasn't happened again where I feel, like, super tight in my chest. Because your brain is, like, thinking of new... It's, like, seeing new neural pathways, right? Yeah. That's... Okay, here's one thing. Is, like, this discussion is awesome, but I also... When I listen to podcasts and I hear other people talking about, like, phenomena that happens in your bodies, that I'm always, like, they don't know what they're talking about. But it's, like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, I, what was one? I listened to one Joe Rogan episode. The one that I listened to him to, he was, like, talking about aliens and stuff. And I was, like, you, like, don't fucking know what you're talking about. Oh, because he's not, like, an expert in aliens. And, like, he just clearly hasn't done jack shit in terms of research. Who is an expert in aliens, <laughs> may I ask? NASA. <laughs> <laughs> Lab mate number two who's going to go work there now. Oh, yeah, true. Not that we work in one of those. <laughs> Correct. We do not do anything. Not that we work together. We are millennials <laughs> who don't have jobs and rely on the government for funding. Total lie. Yeah, it just, it, it's like, I was also thinking it'd be, like, cool to, like, talk about these experiences, but it's almost like all we have is, like, our own stories, like, anecdotal evidence. Like, it mm. almost doesn't feel, like, honest to say, to apply any of these things to a greater extent. Like, you, you don't feel qualified in talking about it because yeah. you're not an expert? Is yeah. this what imposter but, syndrome is? But then that it's like, something stupid? But, but then it's like, every, then I should, like, write a letter to every fucking podcaster everywhere and being like, you're not qualified. Like, the people who do crime podcasts. Most like, of them are not qualified. Yeah, that nobody's correct. qualified to do anything. There's only a few people really out there doing podcasts where they feel qualified to do. Otherwise, <laughs> it would just be their casual work. You know what I'm going to say? I think we're the most 
I'd say we are so beyond qualified to die on hills that don't matter. I'd say we're the most qualified podcasters to do the podcast that they set out to do. I'm going to say it. Like, I, I agree. It's like people who are doing true crime podcasts. It's like, where's your criminology degree? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that feels like a big, that that's a big say. Yeah. But like, that's, that's what you should, yeah, you should attack that. Because, like, what about all the psychiatrists who do, like, like mood disorder podcasts? Like, this is really- Aren't they experts? Are they doing podcasts, though? Aren't they, like, yeah. or ex- expert adjacent? No, or there's doctors that do, um, podcasts, what is it? It's, uh, hold on, I need to look this up. But there's a doctor who is doing, like, a public health podcast. Um, right. Dissecting, mm, I, I, America Dissected. It's interesting. There are people that are experts in their field that do podcasts. That's not, we aren't arguing that those people don't exist. It just seems like, according to woman <laughs> number one here, <laughs> is that most podcasts uh, have hosts that are not experts no, in the she field. she said we are the most, we're the most qualified to die on meaningless hills. And that is exactly what we are advertising ourselves to I be. feel like it is fairly amorphous and hard to judge <laughs> a, a, a doctor that might talk about public health policy. Mm, and dying on a hill. Yeah, it's very hard to, to, to qualify that. I feel like the <laughs> only way to, to figure that out is if we have plenty of episodes and die on hills and have people judge for themselves. If we are qualified enough should to we, die on said hills. Should we have guests? And, like, that'd be fun. I think if we had guests who, like, were experts in their fields and then made them, like, who regret the all of their fuck? life choices. Who the fuck would come on this? I think that'd be fun if we had, like, a medical doctor on and then asked, got into so many stupid arguments that we had them, like, really question their life choices leading up to this moment. I feel like we could we could come up with enough enough poignant questions to honestly like we could have professional people that we are familiar with professional people professional people (laughs) i'm not trying i'm trying not to say lab mates we are adults experts why not us no yeah i'm like we could just have like michelle come on and like be an expert on isotopes and then we're like okay but it's all electrons. So, okay, this leads us into our next episode, which is, who is our target audience? I have such a bad punchy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alright, so, I, I guess we will leave it off there then. So, apparently, we decided the podcast is named A Hill to Die On. And Don't we need to, like, generally introduce ourselves, though, as well? Like, yeah, we'll do that next time. Yeah, and we need to decide who our na- what our names are. It's, a, it's called a cliffhanger. I don't the think audience... that was an episode. Can we cut out, like, mid-sentence? Like, let's really not leave them wanting something more. <laughs> I don't know if any I of that so. conversation is worth listening to. I think it's enough worth listening to to entice the audience to be like, well, what hills will they die on? What more is there? I really think we need to edit this heavily. No, we will well, not I'm edit. I'm not doing it. We will not edit any of this. We will publish it and then say go. Raw. So this has been A Hill to Die On. Uh, we'll see you in the Highlands. Bye. <laughs>